Passion Lab Podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I am Anthony Bermudez, your host, once again with the one and only Derek Carlson. Anthony, it is so good to be back. That's right. We're back and plowing through one topic at a time, but this one is a repeat. It's a repeat oh, of a very popular one that we yeah, had. The Empire Strikes Back. That's right. In 2020, it strikes back. We might have to make this a trilogy, actually. Two. Part but, two. Well, more serious than John Wick. He's having part four and five coming out. So, but this is a sequel yeah. of the one of the biggest topics that you've tackled on here, and it was about yeah. the big box brokerage dilemma. Yeah, I called it the death of the big box brokerage firm, death of big box realty. Um, you know, I've seen some things uh, in my career that, uh, and it's actually one of the reasons why MVP Realty is successful, is that a lot of the big box real estate firms are archaic um their 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 commission structure doesn't fit in line with uh the here and now what's going on in our real estate industry the mindset of many of the leaders the uh even some of the brokers that are running those companies they haven't left their office in the last 20 years they don't know things like facebook ads uh google ads youtube marketing uh social media right Right. They, they they're they're so absentee from understanding how the consumers are finding the realtors. And I'll be honest with you, it's our competitive advantage at MVP Realty. We teach our hundreds and hundreds of agents uh, several hundred times a year, we teach all things online marketing. And with 90% of the consumers online, we have made huge waves. In fact, Anthony, and again, we're going to dive deep into the subject, but um, out of 1,800 real estate offices here in Southwest Florida, 1,800 real estate offices, we currently now, after six-plus six years, rank number two for closed transactions. I just ran the numbers right. for the month of, uh, for the previous month. We're number two. So that means we've passed 1,798 other real estate firms. And again, if I look at the stats, stats and facts, the top four real estate firms here locally are all independent brokerage firms. Mm. You know why, Anthony? Real estate's local. Real estate's local. Yeah. I'm down here making local decisions based on the local real estate market. A lot of the big box firms, you know, they're in they're in these markets, obviously, but you know, they might be in Texas. They might be in uh, New Jersey, right? With their corporate headquarters in New Jersey. So when we need to make adjustments down here, um, in in multiple things, the way that we advertise, the way that we communicate with our agents. We can make adjustments quicker than big box brokerage firm that needs 20 signatures to authorize a change within right, the company. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and the, the thing that always drives me because the topic obviously hasn't changed is why do we still have this dilemma of ages not understanding all the information you're spewing, all these things that come back to the, the fact that going down the big box brokerage lane is not conducive to their success in real estate. Yeah. Why is it that we're still having that trend of agents just leaving for that? I, 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 I see it all the time. And, uh, and again, um, I study real estate agents and real estate firms as a living, right? And I think that we've done a pretty good job competing with the biggest and the brightest companies here locally. Uh, in fact, winning, winning business in many ways. Um, my stats show that uh, my thought process is right. Now, I don't know everything, but I am a firm believer that you got to look at the stats and the facts. Why is it that MVP Realty in the last two years has participated in $2.2 billion in real estate transactions? Why is it that since, uh, you know, 2014, 
now approximately 800 realtors have joined the company from other real estate firms to be part of MVP, mm-hmm. right? Now, I can tell you that I, I listen and I study real estate agents, and I can tell you that in 2020, things like 100% commission matters. Now, in the old days, a 100% commission company was notorious for a place just to hang your license. Um, that's not the case at MVP Realty. We have three non-competing brokers. We wake up every day and don't sell real estate on our own, and we don't compete with our own agents. We help our agents compete with the other agents in their marketplace. Mm-hmm. That is very. You still see a lot of brokerage firms where the broker actually still selling. He's competing against his own agents, number one. But number two, if that broker's selling 40, 50 houses a year, do they really have time to answer broker questions? Yeah. So so the 100% commission model has evolved. Why? Technology. In the old days, listen, you used to have a big brick and mortar, 5,000 square foot office that cost you 20 grand a month. Well, this isn't 1985 anymore. First of all, there's not foot traffic coming into those offices anymore. Mm-hmm. So that, that doesn't bring the agent any value. Anthony, I have brick-and-mortar offices. Out of hundreds and hundreds of agents in 2019, those offices, even though we participated in that year, $1.2 billion in sales, those offices, the conference rooms, combined with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of agents, combined, we're only booked 42 hours. Mm-hmm. Now, you would say, well, you didn't do any tra- – no, we did $1.2 billion in transactions. <laughs> right. So it tells me that the consumers don't even want to go to your office nope. to meet you. The agents are not even going to the office. They're working from home. The second they're working from home, why am I taking as a broker 20%, 30%, 40% of your commission if I'm not offering you that big box real estate brick-and-mortar office anymore, right? Right, right? I'd rather see you take that money and put it into your business. Mm-hmm right? To generate more leads for you and your family versus me taking that 20, 30%, right? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, let me ask you this because you've seen direct examples of this and I, and, and I just want to talk to you about specific examples. Let's just bring one up in particular that you, they, maybe you've discussed something's happened recently when an agent has left for big box brokerage. Yeah. So they've been at, so I, I'll use an example. We had an agent um, that uh, made over $250,000 at MVP Realty uh, for th- for the th- each year, wow, that they were here, wow, uh, that was their that was their net GCI at MVP. Okay, so they got recruited over to a big box real estate firm. Now the question is, is why would an agent leave yeah. if they're having wild success Correct. at the company that brought you know keep their that, money? Yeah, keep their money. It's a hundred percent commission. Why would they leave to go to an eighty twenty company or a split company? And Honestly, I think it's they don't know what they don't know. So I'll give you an example. Let's use this one primary example, this agent that, 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 uh, that left MVP Realty. Do you think that the, that the big box brokerage firm told them the following? So I'm going to give you a real-life example. Their company that he left and went to versus MVP Realty, mm-hmm. do you think they told him the following? Here's what they told him. I'll tell you what they told him. Listen, if you did 250 grand a year at MVP, imagine what you would do at Big Box Realty. We're a billion dollar company. Mm. Okay, well first of all, why are we eating your lunch for transactions right now? Why are we crushing you? Mm. You're not number 2 in closed transactions. We are. 
And you've been here just as long as we've been here with that billion dollars you brought into our local market. Why is that? Okay, but let's go to the specifics. Do you think our agent, when they were recruited by Big Box Realty, was told the following? From June to June, so June 2019 to June 2020, that Big Box Real Estate firm, as an example, had 83 realtors. Over the 365 days from June to June, those 83 realtors combined, combined, closed 388 transactions. What they try to tell our agents is always the brand, the brand. Imagine what you could do with our brand. If you did 250 at an independent company like MVP, imagine what you could do for our brand. Now, you're going to have to give us 20%, (laughs) but you're going to get the brand, Right. right? So, obviously, if you're going to give somebody 20%, you should make 20% more to cover the expenses of sure. giving that person. Sure. I can tell you our agent hasn't increased their revenue at all that left, mm. okay? But with that said, out of the 388 transactions that the big box realty state firm had across 83 agents, this is what I discovered. Only 35 realtors at big box realty closed more than three transactions over the past year. 48 realtors at Big Box Realty closed less than two homes last year. 38 realtors at Big Box Realty closed less than one home a year. And in fact, Anthony, 22 realtors at Big Box Realty didn't have a closed transaction in the past year. So let me ask you, what brand? Because all I know is only 35 of the 83 agents actually had more than three transactions, which I would say... Maybe they're, you would consider them producers. The rest of them, nearly 50 agents, sold less than two homes at your big box, at your big brand. You're, you just sold me on the fact that I should be able to walk in on any listing appointment, throw down my business card with your logo on it, mm-hmm. big box realty, and then I should walk away with the business. Number one, if that's the case, then please explain to me why f- these agents, nearly 55 agents at your company, have less than one t- or two closed transactions last year. Explain it to me. Because obviously, if you're telling me the brand means everything, every one of these agents should be successful. Right. You know why that's the, the case, Anthony, and why these stats are the way they are? Real estate's local. Number one, we talked about that. Number two, the success of an agent is based on their, their individual activities. So unless this agent that left MVP to go to Big Box Realty changes and adds to their individual activities, they're not going to increase their revenue. Their revenue, in fact, is going to be the same as it was at Big Box Realty. The only difference is, is now they're giving Big Box Realty 20% or a royalty fee. That's the only difference which means they're losing money because they could have put that money towards their business to get more leads. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And obviously for me, it doesn't make sense as why they were leaving, but it makes sense why they think the way they do. Another thought real quick about why do agents leave? I hear this all the time. Hey, you know, they provide marketing material. They're providing me an office. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's the reason it's justifying the 30%, yeah, the yeah. 40%, yeah. 20, yeah. whatever amount it is. Well, here's the deal, Anthony. Um, I believe, would just, would, would, is it safe to say that the top 10 producers at MVP Realty versus the top 10 producers at 
at, at, at uh, Big Box Realty. Is it safe to say that if we put our roster up against their top 10, with their brand, with their name, with those offices that you speak of, mm-hmm. you would think that because they're giving an agent an office in marketing material, they're top 10 agents, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their all-star team versus our all-star team. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the stats again. Okay. <laughs> in the last year, that big box firm that the agent left and went to, mm-hmm. their top 10 agents closed 225 transactions. So their all-star team of their top 10 agents closed 225 agents with those brochures that you speak of. Yep. With that fancy office that you talk about that nobody goes to. Right, right. Okay? With whatever else they sold this agent, their top 10 all-star team sold 225. MVP's top 10 all-star team, where we kept 100% of our money, we sold 333 during the same time. Okay. Okay? That is apples for apples, not apples versus bananas. That is apples for apples. So to answer your question, I think that when you have a billion-dollar company that you see on TV, approach you as a realtor now mvp realty doesn't have commercials on tv we spend our money wisely Mm -hmm. we don't have billboards in center field of tropicana field in tampa right you know why that billboard that sponsorship that that big box realty has at fenway park somebody paid for it do you know who paid for it anthony the agents the agents paid for it so why wouldn't i want to give that money Instead of putting it into the billboard at Fenway Park or the billboard, right? Why wouldn't I give that money back to the agents so they can put it into their business? Right, right. Take 20% of their revenue every year and pour it into them, not their broker. But here's the thing. Giving an agent their money back without direction, you know, might be a lost cause. What we do is we teach the agents how to spend that money, how to generate leads at 90 cents a piece, $2 a lead. Right? So now it's the opportunity cost. It's not the 20% they're giving the broker. It's a hell of a lot more than that. Because in the world that I live in, Anthony, and I just proved with the stats that we actually sell more, even though we don't give them the fancy office and make them their little brochures at 20 cents a piece, right? Right. What we do works. It's results driven, direct target marketing to consumers. Now, here's the other thing. Like, I was about to go down the path. Boy, I'm fired up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was about to go down the path of why agents still go after, I mean, there's going to be agents that listen to the podcast that will still end up being recruited to big box realty. It's ego. The ego is a crazy thing. And I can only speak from personal experience. Anthony, you remember me back in 04 and 05 when I was crushing it, right? Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. I was crushing it at an independent brokerage firm, like literally one of the top agents in the country. Okay. Um, Then my, I got the call. I got the call. I'd like to take you to, I think it might have been Flemings. Might yep. have been Capital. I don't think it was Capital Girls. I think it was Flemings. I'd like to take you to dinner, Mr. Carlson. We look at you as somebody of high value for the real estate industry. And it was big box realty broker. That's right. He takes me out to dinner over at Flemings. Boy, did that feel good. My, my broker that I was at the time, awesome broker, by the way. Um, he never took me to Flemings. Right. <laughs> right? So now yeah. imagine this. I'm doing my gig. I'm doing my own thing. I'm one of the top agents in the country, and I'm taking, being taken to dinner from the broker that runs a prominent um, company here that you see on TV. Right. Right? I bit. 
I joined that. I left. I left the success of the company that I was at, the independent, right. and I went to Big Box Realty Firm. And their corporate headquarters is located up in New Jersey. I was miserable. I you you basically put me in a box. Yeah. I had to do things and adapt to corporate America, Big Box Realty way of doing things. Nobody knew anything about internet marketing. Nobody knew anything about Yahoo search engines, right? Or this new thing called Google, right? Nobody knew about YouTube marketing at the big box real estate firm. You know why? Nobody was thinking outside the box for themselves. When you're at an independent, you are out there seeking information, how to get from point A to point B quicker instead of being put into a box. Mm -hmm. And listen, no disrespect, but I don't want anybody up in New Jersey dictating how real estate in Naples should be sold. Right. Real estate's local, but the ego... The ego is a nightmare. And listen, like I said, these recruiters will not break down the stats and the facts like I did about Big Box Realty, how we totally destroyed their top 10 agents by over 100, like, like 100 transactions, mm-hmm. right? You don't hear that on the recruitment on, at the dinner while you're at Fleming's. So what happens is the ego, you, it feels nice to have the, the, the person recognize you. It feels nice. But here's the thing. Feeling nice at the detriment of you losing business is ridiculous. You got to see through those smoke screens. Mm-hmm. You got to see through it, right? And go with the stats and the facts. It's like it, it seems that the agents themselves, and you probably know of a criteria of a list out there that shows the real indicators uh, of success in real estate that doesn't include the branding and, and the yeah. big box brokerage have, mentality. Yeah. So it's it's like you know what 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 do you feel those indicators are and that mindset you know what what is it that encompasses if it's not the big box brokerage then what are the other indicators that are even more influential in an agent having success? I think the agents need to research a little bit more before they make a decision. I'll give you an example. If I'm going being sat down, so you're 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 the broker at Big Box Realty, right? Mm-hmm. And you're telling me about how uh, you're going to substantially increase my revenue this year. Mind you, I made 250000 last year. Let's say I'm that agent. Before I listen to everything you say, I'm going to go into that appointment with a printout of your entire company's production, okay? And I'm going to say to you, well, hey, listen, you've told me for the last 30 minutes that the name means everything. Can I, can I ask you a question? If the name means everything, then why did these 27 agents, why do these 27 agents don't have one closed sale? Right, right. Well... Are they not getting trained? What is it? Because if it's not the brand, then you're telling me these 27 agents didn't get trained. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Right. Um, I would ask them point blank questions, right, before you sign on the dotted line. And I think agents, they don't do their due diligence. I'll give you another stat in fact. The National Association of Realtors just came out with a report. It's their annual report. And they just came out with it, Anthony. And this annual report is actually called the 2020 the 2020 NAR annual report when it comes to buyers and sellers generational trends okay so they come up with this report and the, and the questions asked they it's a survey to all buyers and sellers okay, okay. that purchase properties okay and in this thing they ask the question and there's there's multiple questions that they ask but one of the questions was to the buyer and the sellers what was the most important factor when choosing your real estate agent? 
So you would think, Anthony, if I'm being recruited by the big box brokerage firm and they keep talking about the brand, the brand, right, right. our brand has a balloon. It's the right. most recognizable brand in the industry, right? Right, right. You would think that the consumer would put that high on their list as why they hire an agent, right? Right. Hell, that's what the recruiter's trying to recruit me on is yeah. the brand, the brand, the brand. Exactly. Right? Facts. This is based on the study, and I'm looking at it right now. Exhibit 410 of NARS report. Most important factors when choosing an agent. Number one, agent is honest and trustworthy. Wow. Number two, agent's experience. Individual activities again. Right, right, right. Number three, reputation of the agent. Not the reputation of the brokerage firm, the reputation of the agent. Agent's individual activities. Uh, number four, agent is a friend or family member. Number five, Agent's knowledge of the neighborhood. Again, the agent's knowledge, not their company, <laughs> the agent. Okay, this is right from NAR's report where they surveyed buyers and sellers. All the way at the bottom of the list, at 2%. So 2% said this. 98% didn't agree with this. 2% said agent's association with a particular firm. <laughs> this reminds me of a family feud survey. And I'm trying to say big box brokerage. Yeah, 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 number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your family's like, good answer, good answer. Yeah, yeah, no, good answer. Wrong answer, Anthony. <laughs> so it's two percent. Ninety-eight percent of all the the buyers and sellers surveyed said they don't give a damn about the company and the logo on your business card. It comes up to the individual activities of the agent. Yeah. This- Again, why? Local, local. And here's the thing, an agent that understands how to target sellers and buyers that are currently in the pond looking, the 90% that are online, if an agent has the skill set to take their fishing pole and bring it to Facebook ads, Google ads, and YouTube, and all of these different digital footprints, Mm -hmm. they're going to win the business more so than big box realty. So basically, Derek, what you're saying is that the agents, they don't realize that all the power is within them. It, it, it's not being brought on by big box. Anthony, I see it all the time. Uh, and again, I'm going to use my company, companies that I've been with in the past, big box realty included. Let me ask you this, Anthony. Let's break it down. You have two agents that join MVP Realty the same day. They get the same three non-competing brokers. They get the same support. Our broker tips every day that goes out, the Facebook group page, they contact support, they're meeting us one-on-one, the t- uh, they get the same training, 200-plus training programs a year. They get the same technology, listens to leads, real geeks, app files, right? They get the same 100% commission. Mm. Why is it that one agent has wild success, makes over a quarter of a million dollars a year, and the other agent is out of the industry within three to four years? It goes, it's the same brokerage firm, Anthony. Why is it that a big box realty firm with that big brand, they have agents that produce and agents that don't produce? Right. It's the same brokerage firm, Anthony. When agents realize this and that onion is just peeled back, right? And it's almost like the, I hate the, I, listen, I'm like that magician that's telling everybody the secret yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. When, once you reveal what's behind the curtain and you get down to the stats and the facts, you will understand the power of 100% commission. You will understand the power of being able to take that money that you would normally give a broker 
and reinvested into your brand, your business, your Google ads campaigns, your Facebook ads, your postcards going after expired listings. When you realize that, you will run as fast as you can to a 100% commission company. Now, not all 100% commission companies are the same. That's why MVP has thrived, right? We offer training. We offer support. We offer technology, right? So at the end of the day, once the magician shows you the game, you can't, you'd have to be ignorant to, to overlook it after that fact. I've shot out, these are stats right from the MLS, right. Anthony. You know, success leaves clues. Lack of success also leaves clues. Right. It's definitely a you problem when it comes to this aspect of success or failure in the real estate industry. It, it doesn't, it's not contingent upon what firm you're in. If you have to skill set, you have to skill set. So I guess for me, that's a, a, a very interesting thing that I, that I wanted you to touch on. Just thinking overall, what, what is the crisis? I mean, if, if it's not the big box brokerage, if it's not, if it's not this allure of, of, of having this recognition yep. that makes you a successful agent, what is it? What okay. are the other things? It's, it's investing your money on income-producing activities. Okay. okay. And agents don't need their broker to do that anymore. The second Real Geeks, Commissions, Inc., Boomtown, Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, uh, Facebook ads campaigns. The second an agent could spend their money on direct target marketing by bypassing their broker that used to provide the leads back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. The value of the broker got thrown out the window. Be self-sufficient. Go fishing for your own leads, man. Because here's the deal. What you're going to discover is for every $1,000 you give your broker, for every $1,000 you give Big Box Realty, in my world, heck, that's, a, that's more than 100 leads. Yeah. Even if you close two, just two out of the 100 leads. In Naples, what's that, nine, 10 grand a check? So that's 20 grand. You didn't just give your broker $1,000 on that rental or $1,000. You gave them 20 grand of opportunity money. Right. And when you close that 20 grand, if you would have taken 20% of that and put it into your business, you see all the cycle can get wild? Right, yeah. So for every dollar you give your broker, it's not just the dollar. It's the opportunity cost and what to do with the dollar. And I think that I've taught that at a very high level to our agents. Like, listen, it's not about MVP. It's not about our brand. It's about you and your brand and your relationship with your clients. Listen, I've never gone on a, a listing appointment with any of you. I've been at Big Box Realty. Mr. Big Box or Mrs. Big Box never went on a listing appointment with me. They're hiring you because of you. Right. And the second an agent will realize that, they will get themselves to a 100% commission company, take 20% of every check they get, and pour it in to lead generation to Facebook ads, Google ads, going after expired listings with postcards, maybe even getting a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Pour it into your self-development right. and not the damn brokerage firm. And again, I can't stress that enough. So just to recap, my, I believe this is what agents are looking for, okay? I believe first and foremost, you've got to give an agent 100% of their commission in 2020. You have to. There is, makes no sense in today's day and age when you can get all the education you want on YouTube. There's free education every single day. Title companies are offering trainings. Mortgage companies are offering t- trainings. Companies are offering trainings, like your brokerage firm at 100% company. So there's no makes no sense in today's day and age to give your broker any of the money. Utilize the money, that 30%, that 6% royalty fee, whatever you would give your broker, pour it into your business. So 100% commission, I truly believe. I will lay down on the sword and say I will die thinking that an agent needs 100% of their commission. Mm -hmm. Number two, 
You got to teach an agent how to make money. It's a dirty word in our industry. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's okay to say, I got into real estate to make money. Teach me. And boy, education out there is so at the fingertips nowadays. You don't have to drive to an office to go sit in some seminar. You can go to a Zoom. You can watch a webinar and learn Facebook ads or how to dominate new construction or how to go after expired listings or how to farm a neighborhood or how to go after FISBOs or how to go after short sales. There's never a lack of resources online mm-hmm. for you to get to expert level. Educate yourself. And if once you educate yourself, the light bulb will go off on where that 100% money should be allocated, right? Take that 20% and reallocate it towards your business. The light bulb will go off and say, ding, 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 Google ads, $7, $8 a lead. I'm not giving my broker that money. Why? I need that money to go get, grow my business through lead generation. The third thing, technology. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. There's technology out there that are, out, that are, that are being utilized by top producers, right, to get them the number one ingredient back that we need it's called time how is it that you see one agent they sell 60 homes a year they take every weekend off and they clock out at five o'clock happy hour on friday and they're like cool as a cucumber and then you see another agent that puts three deals under contract every year and they're so frazzled so stressed out they're throwing up all this deals going sideways man what's they're doing three deals a year Mm -hmm. why is that one The top producer has systems in place. They have a CRM system to follow up with their leads, technology. They use electronic signature. They might use a cloud-based system to manage their contracts for them. They use task managers. So they can get done in 24 hours a greater volume of transactions than the agent that just sits down and you know, is always running around, you know, sweating it out because they have zero systems in place. Technology is your friend. So the agents that adapt to technology, great. You need a lead generation system and a digital footprint. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're relying on your brokerage firm to give it to you, you might be missing out a lot. I've gone out there because of our 100% model, and I brought in companies like Real Geeks, Listens to Leads, App Files, right? Um, Some of the best coaches have been intertwined in the MVP with their technology. And I got to tell you, that's how you win. Pour your money into lead generation technology and you will win. And then lastly, you know, support. I believe support, you got to answer your agent's questions. You can't be this broker that takes two hours, I'm sorry, two days to get back to. Agents want answers now. They want their answers not yesterday, now. And you got to be able to respond. In my opinion, if it's more than 24 hours, it's too late. We've done a wonderful job. And here's the thing, you got to hopefully... Your support mechanism as a brokerage firm teaches agents not to fall into traps and to get themselves into trouble. You got to be proactive as a company. One of our most popular trainings is how to stay out of trouble, avoid lawsuits and frack violations. We go through like some really detailed things. I'd love to say it should be mandatory for every agent, but the reality of it is we go through that a lot to protect agents before trouble even, even happens. The last thing. So we talked about 100% commission. We talked about technology. We talked about support. We talked about training. Okay? Technology and lead generation kind of go hand in hand. The last one, community involvement. I'm a firm believer that you, you give back to your community. 
Now, this is one of the most frustrating things that I've ever seen. Those big box real estate firms that are worth a billion dollars here locally, I rarely see them given back to our community. However, our 100% MVP agents, I make one call out to all of them. Next thing you know, we're donating 500 backpacks to uh, children before they go to school. I make one phone call. Next thing you know, all of them are eager to help raise money for a generator to run an orphanage in Haiti. I make one phone call, and the next thing you know, over the last several years, we're feeding over 35,000 people on Thanksgiving. Make one phone call, and we're donating thousands of toys to local communities for the holidays. I haven't seen that at the big box company. I'm sorry. And maybe your big box brokerage firm does that, but I'm just not seeing it locally. Why? Maybe cor- the corporate structure in New Jersey doesn't feel the need here on the ground, let's say in Southwest Florida. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they donate to some national charity, but here locally, I'm not seeing the local big box brands. It's always the independent companies that I see that are really giving back to the community. So one of the things we've done at MVP is to create a culture. And I encourage all brokers out there that's listening, create that culture. It might be the most, like we talk about the five pillars of success that MVP offers. The culture of your company is the most important because if they love you, they will be with you forever. Mm-hmm. It's it, there's like a different level. The number one reason that people will stay is because they love the culture, the broker, the family atmosphere that you've created at the company, you know? Um, lastly, let's talk about another dirty word in the industry before we cut this out because this is a death of the big box brokerage firm. When the transactions, like I I just went through Big Box Realty, their closed transactions. Mm -hmm. When the stats and the facts don't support their cause, they come up with different things, Anthony. You know one of the things they come up with? No clue. I'm drumroll. Profit sharing. Oh. (laughs) So so they talk about things like profit sharing, Anthony. I'm going to set you up for your retirement. Got it. You know why? Because the stats and the facts says that the agents aren't closing the transactions. That's not why you join them. You join them because of profit sharing. So let's talk about profit sharing. Number one, and I've done a podcast on this subject alone, okay? I am disgusted, disgusted with how they throw that word around in our industry. You know why I'm disgusted? I've yet to meet a person, a normal average realtor, that are at these profit-sharing companies make any substantial money. In fact, when those agents, those same agents that have been told to go out and recruit for the broker and the brokerage firm, when they come to me and they come to my agents, the first thing I tell my agents to ask them is this, show me your profit-sharing check from that company you're trying to get me to leave MVP for, Mm. and then we can have a conversation. Because if you come at me with the profit-sharing, you better show me your check. Because here's what I've discovered. I'm still waiting, Anthony. I'm still waiting. Not one, huh? Not one. Even somebody that would call me once a week, I said to them, you show me your profit sharing check and we will have a conversation. But I better see something more than 30 bucks or $27. I better see something because you're selling this thing. You're telling me to shut down MVP Realty to switch my whole brokerage firm because of the profit sharing. Show me your check. You've been with them for two years. Amuse me. And they refuse to do it. Right. Because I'm sorry. 
If you're going to have me leave a company that I'm doing really well at, right, and you're going to sell me on this profit sharing, I better see the check from you, not your broker, not somebody that recruited you. I want to see it from you. You've been there two years. You've been at that company for three years. Show me the check. I want to see it. And to date, nobody's brought me, they, nobody showed me the check. And I'm, show me the check. Show me the check because here's what happens. I hate that industry and I, I don't like profit sharing in real estate. Why? People stop selling real estate and they're more focused on recruiting somebody. But guess what? That person that you recruited, the money that you're getting from profit sharing doesn't come from your company. It comes from the transaction right. of the person you recruited. They could have used that money towards their brand. They could have used that money for their kid's college or to buy an investment property or to put into their lead generation. You took the money from the person you recruited. That doesn't make sense. Just like the person that recruited you took the money from you. So I don't want to hear about profit sharing. And the other thing, the other dirty secret that Big Box Realty Profit Sharing Edition doesn't want to tell you is that usually you don't vest until after three years. Oh, wow. The average attrition ratio in our industry across all companies is approximately 33%, Anthony. Wow. So that means that let's say I'm a rock star recruiter and I'm at Big Box Realty and I'm super excited about my profit sharing and I recruit 100 agents, Anthony. Well, guess what? Year number one, you just lost 33. Why? They joined MVP Realty. Mm. Year number two, they, they just, you just lost the other 33. They left and went somewhere else like MVP Realty. Year number three, you just lost 33 more. So guess what? That happens to be the same year that you vested. How many agents do you have vested now? Nothing. Nothing. And you went out and recruited 100. Okay, so that, mean, that means that you were no longer a realtor. If you want to make any money in that game... Mm -hmm. You got to be a full-time recruiter. I just don't get it, Anthony. Yeah, it's let's a end this. Let's let's take this home. I'm well, fired well, up. Yeah, you know, I, I got to cut you off because you're definitely gonna keep going on in this. But this is um one of those podcasts that it, it it's a myth buster in a sense of big box brokerage and, and how they operate in business. So I think with the stats, the facts, the surveys, and the examples that you gave, I hope that the agents are informed enough to understand uh, the reality of, of Anthony, that move. Anthony, I'm gonna leave you with this. Either agents can pay attention and truly hear the passion in my voice on what I'm trying to tell them, or they can continue to throw their money down big box broker's throat, and guess what? Our MVP agents are coming for you. Yep. We're going to steal that market share. The stats already showed it. I showed you our top 10 all-stars versus their top 10 all-stars, and that company was just evaluated at a billion dollars. Whoa. They have more money. They could buy MVP Realty 100 times over. But we're beating them. Why? When an agent can look at that and say, you know what? Uh, Lead Generation Lab, this podcast, Derek Carlson, Anthony, makes sense. Yep. Then they will realize the light bulb will go off and they'll realize, listen, it's not up to my broker. It's up to my individual activities. And I'm going to take every nickel that I would normally give a brokerage firm and I'm poured into my business, right. into my life, to my goals, my dreams, not the broker or the brokerage firm.
period. Right. This is a, a very – thank you, Derek, for the motivational and, – and we're privileged to hear your feedback on this as I hope, like I was saying earlier, the agents understand uh, how big of a move it is and how important it is for them to keep their money. So, Derek Carlson, thank you once again for your insight on this topic and thank you all for listening in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, The Signs of Real Estate Agent Marketing. Mm-hmm.